Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the saga of Steve Rogers. My name's Tom, and I am glad to have you here. If you're here for the first time, where have you been? If you've been here before, glad to have you back. All right, get that out of the way. Uh, this is a car recording of a solo episode of me. A um, lot going on in both personal and work life right now. If you have no idea that the world's kind of turned into the upside down, you should get out more. Maybe uh, listen to some news outlets. Find something that appeals to your sensibilities. Since most news outlets are not really news distribution, they're more providing their spin on the news and whatever. Anyway, so I haven't put out an episode in a little while. I've kind of taken a little breather to cleanse the palate. And this is the first episode back in a while. I was driving home from work, talk a little bit about the things that have been going on in my life, both personal and work-related. I'm going to record another episode today, maybe two, talk more about some of the changes that are going on in the world and how they're impacting people, and just my people, really. I don't really know how they're impacting everybody. But regardless, this is uh, an episode I recorded in my car, so it doesn't sound phenomenal. The audio is a little choppy. I wasn't planning on recording. I just got in my car and said, fuck it, I got a 25-minute drive home, and I'm going to record 25 minutes of me talking rather than sitting here listening to somebody else talk. So that's what this is, and I hope you enjoy it. It will... um, be better because I've ordered a new microphone to be able to be used for these little Tom driving home podcasts that I'm probably going to do a good bit of and slap them together here and there, maybe put them out as bonus content. I'm not sure. But either way, this is the Saga of Steve Rogers, a fan supported podcast. If you're interested in supporting the show, patreon.com slash Saga of Steve Rogers. You can share the show with other people by posting it on your social media. You can give show ideas or feedback or comments or content or things you want to hear, things you don't ever want to hear again. Steve at SagaofSteveRogers.com is the email address. SagaofSteveRogers.com is the website where you can get to the archive. There's, depending on where you're listening, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever file you're listening on, there's a limited number of episodes there. But if you go to the website, the entire archives there going back to the zero episodes, you can search by keywords and topics. You can look by date, whatever, whatever floats your boat. So uh, here's the Rodriguez report and then the car cast. I don't know if I can use car cast. That's a, somebody else's podcast and it's probably brand named a coal cast. Tom Cole, get it? Yeah. A coal cast. I like that. Hello and welcome to the Rodriguez report. My name is Asbel Rodriguez. Wow. It's been a long time since I've gone to see a movie in the theaters. I don't go much because of mobility issues, but I'm into motorsports more than any other sports, and so I went with a fellow car guy and saw Ford vs. Ferrari. How the hell did this great movie get made in the 2019 PC world? This is a man movie. Women can go see it too, and they'll enjoy it as long as they understand going in that this is a story about men with big brass balls and the overabundance of testosterone that they produce. 
I love how this movie doesn't apologize for it either. I loved every minute of it. I understand that society has to be progressive and has to move forward and not go backward, but the pussification of men is something we should never normalize. Men have to be raised to respect women and treat them as equals, but a man should embrace what it is to be a man. They say women live longer than men. Well, that is just statistics. Men inherently do dangerous things during the course of their lives and as a result end up getting themselves killed more often than women. And this is why statistics show the results that they do. This movie was about a gigantic pissing contest between two corporate giants, Enzo Ferrari and Henry Ford II. Neither one of these guys gave a damn what happened to their drivers as long as their cars won. And the drivers? Well, they knew they could crash and burn, but didn't care as long as they beat the other guy and crossed a checkered flag first. Spoiler alert, anyone that knows history knows that Ford wins. And Carroll Shelby, he becomes a legend. When you know the ending and the movie is still exciting, that's when the studio knows they have a hit on their hands. Great job, 20th Century Fox. That's your Rodriguez report for the week. By the way, the aforementioned statistical anomaly about women living longer than men because they don't engage in dangerous behavior in the way men do is precisely why all world leaders should be women. Less wars, more social justice. Welcome to the saga of Steve Rogers. Some of the stuff you are about to hear are not for everyone. If you are a snowflake or easily offended, offended, do don't listen. Enjoy. Greetings and salutations. And welcome to a mobile version of the saga of Steve Rogers. My name's Tom, and I'm glad to have you here. It's been a little bit. I uh, took a little break from doing the weekly podcast after the last couple episodes. A um, lot been going on. A lot of um, personal stuff. You know, stuff with the uh, the kids we're trying to adopt and. Lots of COVID-related stuff, a lot of work-related stuff. So I've taken a pause. Um, this will be a little re-beginning re, uh, re of the show, I guess, after taking like two weeks off. So I appreciate your patience. I hope you uh, weren't too pissed. And if you didn't even notice, then forget all this first part. Pretend like I didn't say anything. Um, I'm driving home from work right now. So... I have been working from home, like most people, for the last three, three and a half months, um, but I've decided to go back into the building a couple days a week for the safety and security, well-being and longevity of the people that live in the house with me. Also, because I don't think I would look good in orange, 
Uh, I've been wearing pink socks and she eating uh, the leftover Sheriff Arpaio's bologna sandwiches and a striped jumper uh, for committing a heinous act upon a family member. So um, it's been super stressful. If you are new to the show, you may not have heard me talk about my family before, but I have seven kids. I have nine cats, three dogs, and the youngest child is four. The oldest that lives at home is 22. Well, she's the oldest either way. She's 22, and they're all out of school. They've been out since spring break, and they never went back. So they've been doing, and I'm doing air quotes in my head, homeschool, which homeschool has been kind of a joke. But the daycares were closed, so the two youngest that were going to daycare have been home the entire time. The older kids went out on spring break and then just never went back, and they were doing online school to an extent. The online school was, I wouldn't say it's optional, but it wasn't really for a grade. The way they worked it here was they said whatever your grade was when you left for spring break, that's what your grade is. If you do the homeschooling, which they encouraged everybody to do, it can only make your grade better. So if you do all the homeschooling and you fail everything, your grade will not go down. It will stay what it is. But if you get all A's on the homeschooling, which a lot less restrictive time-wise and material-wise, your ability to use the Internet while you're doing it, testing at home and all that stuff, um, it can only make your grade better. So all of our kids did it. But that created its own little hurdles because you go from having one laptop for the kids and now everybody needs a laptop, everybody needs a tablet, everybody needs some connective tissue to the internet. And of course it can't be done on a phone because phone's only a tiny screen. Um, I need a full laptop. So it's been a nightmare. The internet has been down because the internet service providers are used to providing a certain percentage of internet during peak times and low times or whatever. Now everybody's working from home. So corporate servers that are used to running internet are not doing it. It's Cox cable internet. And my internet's getting bogged down because everybody in the world's on it. And I have 17 people all using different devices all on the same Wi-Fi and blah, blah, blah. So it's been glorious um, having everybody there 24-7, seven days a week. Usually um, I would joke that, all right, I'm going back to work on Monday. That's when I can relax. Work was more relaxing than being at home sometimes because of the number of people in my life. And I'm not trying to make this sound like woe is me because I love my life. Like I have the fucking... My life is amazing. I love where I am in life. I love who I'm in life with. I love my kids. I love everything about my life to degrees. Um, some de some better on some days than others. It all depends. But the bottom line is I have a great fucking life. So me bitching about it and saying that I might murder somebody, I'm not going to murder anybody. But it's for my own sanity that I get out. We uh, I live in Arizona. We opened the state up. They allowed people to go back to bars, opened up gyms, opened up eating in restaurants. Basically, very little restrictions were kept. 
um, social distancing in a restaurant. So it would be like, oh, you can sit at this table, but not this table. And they put a little uh, electrical tape X on the table like, nope, can't sit there. But then if they get really busy, they'll sit people there. I've seen that in restaurants. And um, honestly, as soon as they allowed us to eat in restaurants, Amy and I went out and had you know, uh, a date night dinner thing at one of our favorite restaurants just to get out and have a salad and a cheesesteak and, you know, have a beverage and not have to worry about a million kids coming in and out of the room and can we watch this and she touched me and he took my whoopee and all that kind of shit. So we did it immediately, but then immediately confronted with, wow, this doesn't seem like social distancing. This doesn't seem like six feet away. This doesn't seem like a lesser degree of people in here than there should be and then people standing in bars and people at the you know it's just so Arizona boofed it like a lot of places did and people took at took the opening up of some of the restrictions as fucking game on and now we're even worse than we were before the restrictions um, we're peaking we're fighting for supremacy of the most cases daily like we're winning Winning a race that you don't want to win um, badly, very badly. So while I have the need to get out of the house, I also have a damn huge healthy fear of catching this virus. Like there's there's somebody who I know who caught it and four to, well, within six days, really, bounced back, perfect. You know, yeah, I'm all good. You know, I have a little trouble breathing. I went out and played with my, you know, played frisbee with my friends. And, you know, I was a little winded and got a little sick. But other than that, I'm fine. Um, I won't be that way. I have a compromised immune system. Um, and and if I catch this thing, it won't be pretty. So I don't want it. But I also can't be John Travolta and the boy in the plastic bubble the rest of my life either so I had to make a choice for my mental sanity getting out of the house you know putting on a pair of pants that I haven't put on in four months or three and a half months or whatever it is putting on a pair of jeans putting on sneakers like what the hell is a sneaker my feet are like wait what are what is this we're used to just wearing a pair of adidas slides and uh a pair of gym shorts and a t-shirt every day and now I'm having to you know put on more clothes and clothes with buttons and uh, my body's reacting accordingly, but it, it needed to happen. I needed to get out. People are shocked that I'm actually going into the building. I'm really shocked myself. Um, like I said, I I can't catch this virus. Like I need to avoid catching it in a big bad way, and I don't want to catch it. I'm not trying to tempt fate. I'm not like, come on, bitch, let's go, life, try to catch me. I don't want this to catch me, but I also need to get out of the house. Like I'm a social person as much as I'm also a curmudgeonly old guy I enjoy interacting with people I enjoy seeing people I enjoy the hey how's it going how was your weekend oh my god look at that shirt blah, blah. like all the the horse shit that goes along with seeing people at your place of work and hanging out and talking about stuff that's not just the work stuff and just COVID like I I miss the interaction day to day with people I miss you know, every Friday, going to Chick-fil-A and get my Friday lunch. Like, I bring the same lunch Monday through Thursday every day and go to Chick-fil-A on Friday. That was my jam. 
and all of that's gone. Like all the structure that I had or have in my life is now out the window. And my wife, the amazing Amy, who was um, among the, amongst other things, she has a psychology degree. She has pointed out that I am a creature of fixed action patterns. Um, I create structure in my life and follow that structure rigidly. And when things buck that structure, it creates problems for me um, in my head. And it's not it's not necessarily OCD, but it's not it's not not OCD. Um, I guess that's the weirdest way to put it. It's like I get up every morning. I set my alarm an hour before I need to leave the house. And in that hour, I get up. I'll read through my emails, then I'll eat breakfast, I'll make a cup of hot tea, take the hot tea into the bathroom with me, drink a little bit of hot tea, say hello to the cats, maybe scoop a litter box, jump in the shower, get out, get dressed, go to work. That's an hour in the morning. And if if I'm pressed to do that in less than an hour, screws me up. I leave that hour in such enough time to leave me an hour before I have to be at work. So like... If I'm expecting to start work at 7.30, I'm leaving my house at 6.30. It's a 20, 25-minute drive with very little traffic. Sometimes it can be 45 minutes, and I'm rushing to get to my desk in time. But with, you know, COVID situations or whatever, it's 15, maybe 20 minutes at the most with no traffic. And I still am leaving at the same time because it's a fixed action pattern. It's what I crave. Like I, I need those things of structure, and I haven't had them for months. And I'm reacting accordingly. Um, I'm a little short-tempered with people. I go from zero to shut the f up, and and you know, walking away, and you got to leave the room when the you know the things get a little out of my comfort zone I'll just all right I'm gonna go in the bedroom and I'm gonna read a book or I'm gonna go sit and listen to a podcast or whatever and that's not like me like I'm used to hey let's sit here at the dinner table after dinner and play a card game and let's hang out and talk to the kids like during dinner we'll play you know tell me what the best part of your day was you know tell me something awesome about the person sitting next to you like we do family interactive conversations during dinner it's not just past the mashed potatoes like we'll pick a topic it's like all right tell me something you heard from somebody today that you're like i don't think that's true tell me something about your day that was not awesome and that you want to talk about like we just we interact at our dining room table and we haven't done that because everything is about covid and it's it sucks you know it's a fixed action pattern that I'd like to see smashed. I'd like to see a cure or uh, an antivirus or something. I'd like to see the numbers going down, but they're just not, not where I am anyway. Um, And it's also really tough to explain to a four-year-old that, hey, your birthday was in April, the end of April, and we had an amazing birthday party scheduled for you, but we had to cancel it because of the virus, and we can't be around people. And then not only can't you be around those people, but your daycare is closed. So you can't even tell them like, hey, we'd like to keep in touch with your kid. Our kid likes your kid. Like there was no no time frame to get ready for this. It was, okay, daycare is closed. 
and now your kid's home and it's like oh well snap he misses his friend from school shit I don't have his parents name or number and the daycare itself is closed so it's not like I could call them and go hey what's that kid's contact information or can you give that kid's parents my contact information or and then if you could contact them what do you do you can't go anywhere it's not like you can go hey have your kid meet my kid at Peter Piper and we'll sit there and have slices and they can go play video you can't do any of that like you can say all right my kid misses your kid okay cool let's let them look at each other on facetime or skype and then then what like they don't they don't understand and it's difficult the other thing is the five-year-old she's supposed to start kindergarten this year and we've been hyping this kindergarten up like we drive past it every day to go to her daycare and I point out the elementary school where she's going to go. And I'm like, that's where your sister went. That's where your sister before her went. That's where your other sister went. Like, you're going to go there as soon as school starts again. And now she knows school's getting ready to start. We don't know if we're going to have school. So, I mean, for a lot of us that are listening to this, it's been a million years since you were in kindergarten. But you've probably seen the first day of kindergarten represented in a movie and it's a kid terrified or a kid super excited, like putting on their awesome new outfit and getting their new lunchbox and getting all ready. And they're going to go meet new friends and they're a little nervous and trepidatious. And the teacher's like, come here, Johnny. It's OK. I'll show you over here. And you sit with Erica and blah, blah. All that shit's gone because we're looking at online school. I got first day of kindergarten. You're supposed to be going through this whole new world. And it's the beginning of years of evolution of your your childhood and that first day is formative and that first day is going to be on a laptop or an ipad or whatever streaming device we could get to work with the the limited wi-fi we have in the house it's just it sucks so all that weighs on me and that's why i've been uh avoiding making dick and fart jokes on my little podcast and calling somebody else and you know because I can't have people into the studio calling friends and hey let's all laugh about this or that or remember when this happened like I think everybody's kind of thinking well fuck you know our new normal is living with a mask you, you can't you can't walk out the door without having your your oxygen tent on or whatever like it's hard to stay focused on you know, dick and fart jokes or reviewing a movie or talking to my friend about this and that when like our, our new normal's kind of scary. And maybe it's just me. Like maybe everybody out there listening is like, fuck man, tell me a dick and fart joke. Like make me giggle. Tell me something horrible about your life that'll make me laugh and go, man, I'm glad I don't have seven kids because this happened and that happened. And you know, the new dog did this and whatever. Like maybe what people want is that relief. I don't I don't know I don't know if people want it and I don't know how much of it I have in me either like I love doing this podcast literally one of my favorite things in life I love talking to you people if there's somebody across from me I love talking to that person one of my favorite things is meeting somebody I never knew and learning about them their life their shit whatever makes them happy whatever their life is awesome horrible whatever terrifies them like learning that person and I enjoy the shit out of it some people like I, I one of my best friends the guy that does the Rodriguez report that's before most of my episode ones of my podcast 
is uh, he's like, I could never do it. I don't know how you do it. How do you just start talking to somebody? And I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. Like, it's fun to me. It's not scary because, I mean, the responsibility is on me to make it interesting. So if I'm talking to somebody and the, the whole hour is boring as shit, that's my fault for not finding a way to make it better. Like, I put the pressure on myself, but I enjoy the hell out of it, man. There's There's so much fun to be had in this podcast world for me. And I don't know, don't know how to keep doing it. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to do the podcast, but I'm like, how do I sit down and go, hey, let's talk about that new movie. Oh, wait, there hasn't been a movie released in a movie theater in four months. Oh, well, there's, remember that movie that went straight to Netflix? Yeah, that's great. Like, how many people truly saw it? Like, Frozen 2. Like, okay, it was out in the theater and then it went straight to Disney Plus or... Like, whatever movie it is. Or the, all the good movies got delayed. Like, we're this is summer movie season. Summer movies are blockbuster season, man. This weekend is Independence Day weekend. Fourth of July is supposed to be, historically, one of the biggest fucking movie box office weekends ever of the year. And they're going to be a dollar-mated movie box office because no fucking movies can be open. Because the movie theaters are just sitting there just sitting there empty because we can't sit next to each other and even if we put the stupid electrical tape on one seat and then there's a seat between everybody hey that's great but now i'm still breathing your coughing and your air for two hours and am i gonna sit in this semi-air conditioned room in the dark wearing a mask how am i supposed to eat popcorn how am i supposed to drink a soda and for me those things go together I don't go to the movies without eating popcorn. Like, fuck you if you're judging me. I, I Popcorn is a movie thing. I've, I've been doing it since I first went to the movies when I was a kid by myself. Popcorn, soda, movie. It is what it is. And it just won't be the same. Like, I don't know if we're going to go back to the, the last real podcast I did was with a couple movie critic dudes and really cool guys. And we talked about that, like, are movies even going to come out in the theaters anymore? Is everything going to go straight to video on demand? And, you know, that has its pluses and minuses. It's awesome because I don't have to traipse everybody out and I can buy one video on demand for nineteen ninety nine, and everybody can watch it. But then it's also like an experience for me. I love going to the movie theater. It represents nostalgia and it represents escape. Like the lights go down and I'm in Narnia when the kids walk through that fucking cupboard. And I'm like, oh my God, there's, there's, you know, this person, that person, there's Mr. Tumbus. I'm like, holy crap, I'm in Narnia. Holy crap, I'm with Johnny Depp on that stupid boat and his bad pirate outfit or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm transported there. I'm able to do that. And I love the shit out of that. I mean, I'm old, but I still have the ability to transport myself there. And I can't do that. That's an escape that I miss. Like, I miss all that stuff. <sighs> all right. Well, that's enough of me bitching about things I miss and the COVID experience. If you want to share your covid experience you want to tell me something that you love about this you're excited about the fact that you don't have to put on anything other than flip-flops and a t-shirt or even not a t-shirt and just sit around your house and work and you in whatever like if this is awesome for you holler at me tell me um 
got the Steve at sagaofsteverogers.com email address. You can send a voice message through your phone. You can record a message just like I am on my iPhone and then send it to the email address, Steve at sagaofsteverogers.com. Um, if you like, you want to call, you got the email address, Steve at sagaofsteverogers.com. Call me. I'll give you an email address. You can leave a voicemail, and I'll play some of the voicemails on the show next time. Um, but either way, thanks for listening. Sorry this has been kind of a mopey bitch episode. Uh, but it's it's where I'm at right now. So uh, help me lift my spirits, people. Uh, usually the amount of feedback I get from people is less than zero. So help me to help you to help the show or some shit. I don't know. It's been awesome. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Susu Studio. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Make better choices. Get better results. Let's get these kids back to school, man. Woo! Me and the man in black, but I got cash.